Hey, it's Courtney Barriger, your host of Environmental Style Now, the A to Z podcast on all that is sustainable fashion. On this special Zip episode of ES Now, I have the pleasure of talking to actor and activist Ian Summerholder for a quick zippy seven minutes. Ian has a chance to answer two questions about eco-fashion, and we are excited to hear what he has to share. Hello, I'm Courtney Barriger, and this is a Zip episode of ES Now. I'm here today with United Nations environmental ambassador and actor Ian Summerhalder. Ian is best known for his starring role on Supernatural and the TV hit Lost. Now, he's been a spokesman and an activist for the environment for over a decade with the Ian Summerhalder Foundation, and he's been helping combat deforestation. So... Let's go ahead and jump right in. Courtney, how are you? Hey, um, I'm doing great, actually. Thank you for asking. I just wrapped up Refashion Workshop, which is a book that I've been working on for years. And then later on this year, this kid's book called The Royal Rope uh, that I wrote and illustrated and put a lot of love into is coming out. So I, it's just a really big year for me. So... Uh, I wanted to say thank you very quickly for jumping on this Zip episode of my podcast. Uh, You have done so much work in environmentalism, especially in carbon capture with the United Nations. So I wanted to ask you what your thoughts are on the current state of the fashion industry. Congrats on the book. That's super rad. I mean, a kid's book on sustainable fashion and, and, and with, you know, art from you. It's super cool because fashion is one of those things like, I mean, I drink out of mason jars, like we reuse everything, but fast fashion, you know, the H&M and Zara and all those companies that was just like a new shirt or new pants every week. Fast fashion is unbelievable. Like fashion, I want to say is like in the top five of the biggest polluters in the entire scope of industry in the world. Because you have to get viscose, you've got to grow it, you've got to process it, you've got to ship it, you've got to manufacture it, then you've got to ship it again. And then all of the waste product as a result of the dyeing and the, and the manufacturing, it's absolutely insane. So, you know, I, I applaud you and I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I appreciate you appreciating my effort. Um... And you know what? You're right. It's when it comes to clothing and where it falls in line with essential needs. Because if the world were to fall apart now, say if it happened tomorrow, the first thing we'd be looking for is clean water, and then we'd be looking for food, and then we'd be looking for shelter. So clothing falls down the line. And so it's sort of the last thing that we're thinking about. Uh, but you're right on the money when it comes to how complicated it is in the cyclical nature of fashion, that it's almost impossible to fix it because there's so many parts that need to be addressed and that need to be addressed efficiently, and it hasn't been done yet. Um, So let me ask you this. Is there anything you could tell my audience 
that they could do big and small uh, to change their habits, to have a better relationship with the environment. And um, that could be in the grand scheme of things, or it could just be related to how they relate to their clothing. Some of the, the big, small habits, remind, you know, look, there's seven and a half billion of us, right? Um, so if we each do one little thing, it becomes huge. But obviously decarbonizing our economy is a number one, but it's going to take a little while and it has to be done properly. You know, I mean, I'm talking to you from my Fleetwood massive motorhome RV. Does it run on diesel? Yeah, it runs on diesel. It's actually pretty unbelievably on run runs really well and unbelievably uh, efficient, but still runs on diesel. This is how I move around the country. Um, so we're not decarbonized yet, but we're going to get to that place. But one of the things I always remind people turning off the water when you're brushing your teeth, you know, 600 million gallons. Um, I want to say a day in North America are wasted. It's an unbelievable amount of water. Um, turning off the lights and the TV before you leave um, home. The dog doesn't have to watch TV all day. There are other ways um, to put air, I mean, you know, little sound machines or what, what have you that could go in that house. When we start reducing our energy, um, washing clothes on cold water, which we only do, washing and drying clothes before peak hours, before 9 a.m., um, between like noon and two, um, you know, there are a lot of things like that that you can do that make massive impact. Driving in fuel efficient cars is a big deal. You know, it's kind of EV cars, while they don't use fuel, the carbon offset of their manufacturing at this point in time is abominable, but no one talks about that. So, we really, we do need to decarbonize our, our, our economies, um, but starting at home first, buying products from companies that are good stewards using great amounts or lesser um, amounts of resources in their R&D, in their production, in their manufacturing, um, and then in their distribution, that's a really big one. So it takes time to research all that. Farmers markets really, you know, knock a lot of that plastic and stuff out. So these are some of the big stuff. Okay, I know that you have to run, so I just wanted to say thank you, thank you for being on the show again. And um, your influence is definitely appreciated. Congrats on the book. I can't wait to read it and see it. And um, truly, congrats. A huge thank you to Ian Summerhalder. You can donate to his nonprofit at iansummerhalderfoundation.com. And follow him on his social media at Ian Summerhalder to keep up to date with all of his environmental efforts. Thank you, and that's a wrap. This is Catherine from Jackson Nome. Yes, that was a Holding Court production. It is written and directed by Courtney Barriger. Music by Parker Ainsworth. And a special thank you to Alexandra Shuck.